This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Cheeseheads. Cheese Get on your feet. It's Curd and Long. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. All right, that's my thoughts. I'm very upset. I thought, like, Jordan Love, you know, again, like, missed some throws, but made enough plays. If that's the if that's his bad, if that's what his bad and if that's his bad going forward, right? So, if, like, in three or four years, that's his bad, what his bad game looks like, they're in a really good position. That's I don't bad. Even remember how he played because all I remember is the defense getting cooked yeah. all day. He could have had the worst game of his career, and I'd be like, you know, Jordan Love well, wasn't that bad because, I mean, he. I don't know. That throw to Jade. That throw to Jaden Reed. Oh, and coming real. out of they're going right. I mean, he he didn't step into that throw. That was all arm Horvat and Jaden Reed getting both those feet down and stopping uh, and falling up. That was a hell of a football play by both guys, Love and by Reed. Yeah, how about some positive from me? Jaden Reed's a player. Yeah. Wicks, he, he remember we talked about confident, concerned, curious. I was, I was curious to see who's going to step up if Watson wasn't going to play. And Dontavious Wicks was that guy in that game showing, hey, I can I can be the guy on this team maybe. Let, let me play a little bit here. Why do we why, – why not more targets for Dobbs? Am I, am I missing something? I haven't watched the tape this week. I, All I, I could think of is they feel like Wicks and Reed are more explosive. So, you know, Dobbs is – See, I don't like comparing him to old receivers. Maybe he's driver. Maybe right. Maybe Heinz Ward. Maybe one of those type guys. Kind of going forward. Now they still don't have a speed speed guy. Maybe like they have with Watson, and they got to find one of those maybe in the draft. Because as of right now, two years in, we can't rely on him to be there for every game. Um, but even without Watson in there, and even with Jones on a pitch count, which by the way, that was absolutely moronic. You you say before the game to Larry McCarron that he's on a pitch count. And everybody's talking like 15 to 20, 15 to 16 touches or snaps or whatever the case may be. Okay, sounds good. He got, Aaron Jones got eight carries on the first drive. Eight. And I'm going, oh, hold on here. Either you just blatantly lie to McCarron, which is possible, I guess. Uh, or you are don't plan on playing him much after this first drive. And sure as heck, Patrick Taylor's in, Kenyon Drake's in. He looked lost. Those guys are in there trying to figure out how to play. Taylor looked okay in that game again. Uh, seemingly uh, looked okay. You vented about the defense. I would like to vent about Packer fans, Packers media, and so forth. And I'm going to tell you why. You all need to use your brains at some point in life. Y'all keep saying, oh, Sparky, you're wrong. Sparky, you're wrong. I'm telling you right now, I'm not wrong. And I know I'm not wrong. This isn't, I, I don't think I'm wrong. No, I know I'm not wrong. 
this whole thing, and God bless y'all for being literal with every little thing that comes out of people's mouths in this organization. Of well, Mark Murphy is Matt LaFleur's boss. Mark Murphy is Brian Goodenkoot's boss. And Russ Ball's boss. He's all three of their bosses. And Goodenkoot's cannot fire LaFleur. And Goodenkoot's cannot fire Russ Ball. And Russ Ball cannot fire LaFleur. And Russ Ball cannot fire Goodenkoot's. Only Mark Murphy can fire these head coaches. Uh, head coach, GM, and the money guy. Okay, fine. And this is going to solve it all because everything's going to come through Murphy. Fine. I'm going to explain something to you. And I want y'all to really just use your brain. Okay, use your brain. Put the literal crap away of listening to them talk and just use your brain for a second. Do you think that if Brian Gutekunst went to Mark Murphy Sunday during the game or after the game and said, I'm done, like I'm done watching this defense, I'm done with this scheme and Joe Barry and all this stuff, I'm done. The dude just put up a perfect quarterback rating, right Mark. We're, we got to be done with this dude. Do you think Mark Murphy is going to look at Brian and go, nah, if Matt believes in him, I believe in him. We'll, we'll, just, we'll just go ahead and see what happens. I don't think so. I think if Brian Gutekinds went to Mark Murphy and said, We're, I'm done, I think Mark Murphy would have been like, thank God, I've been done. Fine, let's go get this dude out of here. Matt will have to figure it out. In Philadelphia, they just put that knucklehead Patricia in charge of that defense in Philadelphia because yeah. they, they wanted a different voice because it wasn't working. So they switched They switched duties, essentially. I'm fine. Put Olivadotti in charge of the defense. Let Joe Barry go back and coach linebackers like he was doing with the Chargers. And flip duties, or the Rams, wherever the hell he was from here, Chargers, under Staley. Flip duties, Barry, you're the double linebacker coach. You don't like it? Well, there's the door. Get out. Uh, and Olivadotti, you're going to call plays. And if we suck for three games, we suck for three games. But there is no way you can tell me that Murphy doesn't listen to Gutekunst at all on any type of big decisions involving that coaching staff. Gutekunst is the one that's drafting the players and putting them on the field. And you're telling me that's it. That's where the responsibility lies, right? So if this team sucks and they got all these first-round picks, what's Murphy going to do? Murphy's going to go to Brian and go, all right, you're fired. This coaching staff's amazing. Your players suck. Get out. There's, There's absolutely no way that's going to happen. None. And just like if he goes to LaFleur and says, hey, man, this is where we're at right now. We got a bunch of first-round picks. And again, Murphy's a former NFL player, y'all, who wanted all this power, power-hungry Mark Murphy. That's who this dude is. Mark Murphy knows what he sees. and He, can he see played in, like, 1950 when guys wore a leather care. helmet. He, he, can he can look at a guy running wide open and playing pitch and catch all the way down the field and know that's not what an NFL defense is supposed to look like. Like, I'm sorry. Y'all are wrong on this. If Brian Gutekunst wanted this dude gone and went and hammered the table to Mark Murphy to get rid of this dude, he'd be gone. And instead, and I don't even know if this happened. Now, this is where the I don't know, okay? I don't know if Murphy, Goot, and LaFleur talked after the game as a group and tried to figure this out. And LaFleur's thing was, hey, look, Regardless of who is in here that we promote, it's going to be the same defense. We're going to have the same communication issues that we have already. This isn't his fault, right? And it's, so it's not going to matter for three games. Let him just finish the season because he's a really nice guy, good family guy. It's Christmas, right? It's Christmas. They can't fire a dude before Christmas. Let's just play it out and see what happens. But my thing is, again, if I'm Murphy, you were, had a chance to go to the playoffs. It was right there. You had every opportunity. This offense... Now, against the Giants, horrible. Fine, I'm with you. But you had the lead with 93 seconds left, and this defense couldn't get a stop. 
Now here in this game, your offense wasn't necessarily horrible. It looked okay. And you gave up a ton of yards and a perfect passer rating. And now I'm supposed to believe that you all as an organization care about the playoffs this year. You all as an organization care about the postseason. I knew Gunakuns didn't care at the beginning of the year when he didn't bring in any veterans for wide receivers and so forth. But as we all know, expectations change, right? As the season goes on, you realize, holy crap, we're better than we thought. I'm sure no Colts fan thought they were going to the playoffs before the season started, especially after the rookie quarterback went down and Gardner Minshew is a quarterback. But expectations change. Once expectations change, then your expectations need to change as far as what are we going to do to make sure we get there? And instead, you decided to hell with it. We don't care about the season. We don't care that he's possibly losing the locker room on the defensive side of the ball. We're just going to roll with it. And again, like Ryan said earlier, fire them all. I, 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 Murphy is, is the head of the snake. So if, if you're saying that Joe Barry should be fired, and you are also the one telling me that only Mark Murphy can decide if Joe Barry is going to be fired, then Mark Murphy should retire and step aside and get the hell out of the way and let somebody with a set of cojones come in here and run this organization because he clearly is not the guy to be running this organization anymore. It's an absolute joke. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 